good evoch, everybody. Matzah uh, Shabbos Shuva. Everyone's getting ready for Yom Kippur. So I'll tell you uh, Yom Kippur the Gemaisa. You know, it's always a good thing to say stories of tzaddikim, especially Matzah Shabbos. But this time of year, Befrat, it's always good to say stories specifically about Rabbi Levi Yitzchak Bardichev, Sanagari Shal Yisrael, the, uh, the attorney of the Jewish people. So the Gemaisa that they say like this, that it was once on the night of Kol Nidre, and the whole town of Bardichev, even the surrounding Shtetlach, they're all gathering to Davin by the Tzaddik, so everyone's coming into Shul. And as people gather into Shul, they notice that at the corner of the Shul, there's a Yid that's sitting there. And it's not nice to say, but he stunk of alcohol. The guy just reeked of alcohol, and he was like dozing off and, and slumped over in his seat, clearly drunk. And people were walking by him and saying, like, what is this guy doing over here? He called Nidre night, he's drunk in Shul. All right, listen, he's quiet, he's doing his own thing, fine. So everyone, everyone gathers together, everyone gets to their seats and so on. Finally comes the moment, the Rebbe comes in. And as the Rebbe comes in, so the Gaboyim quickly go, they open up their Anakadesh, they begin to take the Sefer Torah out for Kol Nidre. Now, Davka at that moment, the Mazel had it, that at that moment, this guy, this uh, drunk, uh, drunkie at the back of the shul, he perks up, he wakes up, and he sees all the Sefer Torah coming out. So he doesn't even know what's going on anymore. He thinks it's Simchas Torah. So he yells out, he yells out screaming, No, 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 Ataresa, Ataresa, uh, 100, 100 ruble Ataresa. <laughs> he thinks it's Ataresa, Simchas Torah. So everyone's like, No, no, quiet, Kol Nidre. So meanwhile, the Rebbe, the Bradishvara, sees all of this. And the Bradishvara turns up and he says, No, no, let him be, let him be. Because they're going to slap him out and throw him out on his face. He said, Let him be, let him be. Okay, and that's what happens. The guy in the back, he's uh, saying Ataresi, he's dancing Simchas Torah. Meanwhile, everyone else is saying Kol Nidre. It's very strange. So a little bit later on, the Chassidim went to the Bardich for, you know, <laughs> what's going on? Why didn't the Rebbe, we know the Rebbe's in Oiv Yisrael, but Lamaisa, uh, a drunker in, in Shul by Kol Nidre, saying it's Ataresa. So the Rebbe said, let me tell you the Maisa. That yid, his name is Rav Shmuel. So this is the Maisa Rav Shmuel. Rav Shmuel is not a drunker. That's not, that's not his story. He's a, he's a good God-fearing Jew. How did it happen, such a thing, that Kol Nidre night, he's drunk in Shul? Maisa is like this. It was Erev Yom Kippur, earlier today, he said. And this Rav Shmuel got a message from someone that lived uh, in the surrounding Shtetlach that there was Nebuch and Almana, a widow with a few children, that she was behind on her rent. And in those days, you would have to pay rent, ultimately, to the paris, to the landowner. And they were usually anti-Semitic and just not terrible people. And so this particular Nebuch de Salmona with her children, <coughs> so she owes rent. And she was, again, not paying the rent. She was uh, behind the rent very, very much. And the purse decided, he knew the calendar, he knew the Jewish calendar. And he took her and her family and threw them in a prison the day before Yom Kippur. And she's languishing in a prison, her and her children. Uh, it's going to be Dafka and Yom Kippur, like such a thing. So this Rav Shmuel, the Rav saying, this Rav Shmuel heard about it, and he said, how could I go around and not allow, and, and allow this uh, Amana and her children to be in prison over Yom Kippur? Such a thing. So he quickly goes to the parts. He says, listen, I, you know, you don't know who I am. You know, I'm not such a chash of a person, but, but what does it take to get this Amana and her family out of the dungeon? Let them at least, at least get home for, for Yantif, and after Yantif, we'll figure it out. So the part said, I'm not budging at all. They have to pay me every single penny of rent, and then I'll let them out. So he says, how much is the rent? A thousand ruble. A thousand rubles of fortune. Shmuel says, I don't have the money. A thousand ruble. I can give what I can give, but I, I don't have that type of money. So the part says, well, well then, they're, then they're staying in the prison. So Shmuel leaves, and he says to himself, what am I supposed to do? 
I'm not a I'm not a garbage stalker. I'm not a, a fundraiser by by my profession, but I have no choice right now. No one seems to be standing up and 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 trying to help out this family. So fine. So I'll give what I can, and I'm gonna go collect. So he knocks on everyone's door, trying to collect money for this poor uh, poor family. The problem is, listen, the whole town was poor. This is already after the Gabayim went around to collecting money for the Aniyim that everyone knew about, let alone this Almana from a, from a, you know, a neighboring village that no one really knew. So he's, he's struggling to, to get the funds. <coughs> Lamaisa, after all of, his, all of his effort in collecting money, Erev Yom Kippur, so he has altogether 700 rubles, which is an amazing accomplishment. But the parts is not budging. He needs every single penny of that 1,000 rubles or nothing's doing. So he doesn't know what to do, Shmuel. He gives, again, he gave all the money he can. He, 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 you know, he, uh, he collected from all the Yidin as much as he could. As he's walking home trying to think of ideas, he passes by the, uh, the inn, the bar that was in the town. And who's at the bar? Ervim Kippur. No Yidin. Only Goyim. And what type of Goyim are in a bar in the middle of the day? Not necessarily the, the highest class people. So he passes by the bar and he sees, happens to notice that Amongst all the riffraff that are hanging out in the bar at that time of day, there's one particular table of young young men, not Jewish, but they're they're dressed nicely. Like you can tell that they they had some money to them, and for whatever reason, they're at the bar now. So he figures, you know what, I, I, I can't I can't can't hurt. So he goes into the bar and he goes over to these young men and they look at him. You know they they you know they they can tell that he needs something, and so he said he gives them the whole story about this woman, a widow, and her children and. She stuck languishing in some prison for the holiday season, and he collected 700 rubles. He needs another 300. Maybe if you guys can spare some change. So they look at each other like, okay, you know, we have a the guy. We could have fun with this guy. So they say, you know what? We'll make a deal with you. They pull out a bottle of vodka, mamash a bottle of vodka, and they say, you drink this bottle of vodka in one one shot, we give you 100 rubles. So he says, you serious? 100% serious, they bring the witnesses, they bring the bartenders, see it, we're telling you, this guy drinks the bottle of vodka, 100 ruble. <coughs> okay, so Shmuel sits down, he could, uh, he's not used to drinking, that's certainly not, in fact, it says in the stories that, uh, that this is a Yid, even though Chassidim, you know, enjoy L'chaim, this was a Yid that he did not like drinking at all, he drank, uh, you know, Kiddush, by Shabbos, he made Kiddush on wine, and on Purim he drank, but other than that, he didn't drink at all. So what is he supposed to do? So fine, he sits down, drinks the bottle of vodka, he's plotting. But a word, a word is the word. They, they're shocked that he did it. They gave him 100 rubles. And they, and they know he needs 300. So they say, you know what? Make you a deal. Drink another bottle, give you another 100. Really? You sure? 100%. So he drinks another bottle, he's plotting even more. And they give him another 100. Third bottle, he could barely function to get this down his gullet, down his throat. But it's for Koch Nefesh for this Alman and her family. So he pushes himself and he drinks a third bottle and gets the final 300. Meanwhile, he, okay, he gets all the money, Shalom he stands up, uh, you know, it's, it's, it begins to hit him, but before it really kicks in, and he's completely oishikar, so he quickly, quickly makes his way to the Salmanah's house, staggers by the door, gives, gives them the thousand, you know, the parts his house, I'm sorry, staggers over there, gives them the thousand ruble, and Baruch Hashem, the family is free, they're able to go home for Yontif. Meanwhile, He's thinking to himself, I, I got to get to shul. It's, it's almost Yom Kippur. The sun is coming down. I don't have time to go home, to change, to take a shower, to eat something. To I, I have to just go to shul. So he's staggering to shul. Meanwhile, by the time he gets to shul, it all kicks in, all the alcohol. He's completely, completely gone. 
and he sits down on the ta- on the, the back of the shul and he, he falls asleep. As the Berdichur says, so at that moment when the Sifra Torah was being taken out and he wakes up, he was completely shikar and he thought it was Taka Simchas Torah. But the Berdichur said, but although it might look like he was just completely shikar and he made a mistake that it was Simchas Torah, when in fact it was Kol Nidri, you should know that for every one of us, said the Berdichur, it was Yom Kippur. But by him, he was already holding that Simchas Torah. He was already brought all the Kaparis, Avinas, all the, all the Tikkunim, all the Yeshuas that he needed for his family. He was Poyal with that mysterious Nefesh. And for him, it was Taka Tshu. He's holding by Atar Reis Ladas. So this is what I wanted to have the Yid in my shul that's holding already Nachim Kippur, that's holding already after the Slich and Mechim and Kapara. It's already holding by Atar Reis That he should help us along to Simchas Torah as well. You know, we have no idea how much, how, how, how powerful and how impactful it is a Misa, an act of mysterious Nefesh. When a person pushes himself or herself to help another Jew, even if it's uh, to the detriment of, of, of themselves within reason, within measure, the act of mysterious nefesh that a person can do for another year, both the Gashmis and Baruchnias, is able to repile all sorts of things that could propel a person all the way to Simchas Torah. Hashem should help each and every one of us, and we should have a Gemar Chasim Taiva, Gug It should be a year of, of light, of Yeshuas, of Nechamas, of like Tavshin Pei Gimel, Teishnas, Pliya Gedayla, Peloyas Gedayla. It should be a wondrous year of Nisim and Eflois, and Yeshuas and Nechamas, Rabbi Yisrael Tzedek, Amen.